let's read that Isaiah 43 and verse 2 says, When thou passest through the waters, I will be with thee. And through the rivers, they shall not overflow thee. When thou walkest through the fire, thou shalt not be burned. Meaning that every bit person in here and listening to this broadcast today, you will walk through some type of fire. Might be the fire of fear, but the fire of oppression, the fire of sickness. But God said, when? He said, when? 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 And we all know about that when you walk through the fire of oppression. But what God wanted us to remember, that who is with us? See, believers will walk through the fire of oppression, fire of frustration, the fire of fear, fire of anxiety, the fire of giving up. You know, sometimes you just want to give up. What's the use? But God says that victory and peace comes when you believe in your heart, not with much speaking. Speaking all our confessions to come from the heart because faith comes from the heart. The Bible says, if you believe in your heart, that shall be saved. He didn't say if you have enough faith. He said if you believe in your heart because faith comes from your heart. What well, your heart believe you will stand faith on that. But when you just speak the promise out and it's not coming from your heart, you go through all kinds of changes trying to make the promise work. But when you know in your heart that God will always be with you, that God is your God, you will rest in peace in whatever going on in your life. I know I cannot go under. Why? Because he is with me. Amen. He is my God. He's your God. <laughs> your God. He's all our God. He made himself your God. He said, but when you walk through the river, the deep trouble, tribulation, and trial, we talked on that last week. He said, always remember, they're not going to overflow you. Why? Because I am with you. Be not dismayed over what's going on in the situation around you. He said, why, Lord? Because I am your God. Do you know who your God is? I believe the problem has been we really don't know who God is. Husha. Husha. He is the God of creation. You are here today because of God. He created the universe. He's spoken into existence with spoken words. That's why the believer cheat themselves out of a lot of things but not speaking the word into the situation. We hope the word, we speak our words and what we have to say. No, only the word of God will manifest what God said. Not what you think, not what you feel, but the word of God. That's why God commanded us in Matthew 4 and 4. He said, the church should live by by the word of God, every word that proceeds or come from the mouth of God. That's how we are to live. You walk by the word, you talk by the word, you think about the word. He said, that's how you live. You don't live by what you feel. You don't live by what you think. You don't live by what you reason. 
Don't live by, well, I don't understand. So you don't understand. Follow the word of God. Might not feel like following the word of God because your flesh is the biggest enemy that you can ever house around against following God. The Bible says it's constantly warring against the word of God. It always fighting you not to obey the word of God. They're always telling you, I don't see why it's me. Uh, your flesh is always going to rule you. That's why the Bible says you be led by the Spirit of God. You will not fulfill the lust of the flesh. And again, when I say lust, I'm not talking about sexual lust. You can lust and lie, lust and criticize, lust and complain and complain and complain. You lust and complain. And complain and lust against the truth. So you can complain. You know what I don't? Oh, the flesh is full of lust. Don't you tell me you don't have? Yes, you do. Every person listens to me today. Every person seated here today, you have problem with the lust of your flesh. Why do you have to repent if you don't have problem with the lust of your flesh? Why do you ask God to forgive you? If you don't have a problem with the lust of your flesh. Face the truth. Amen. All of us have a problem with our flesh. That's why the word of God was given to keep flesh under subjection. But you cannot get rid of your flesh because you were born in flesh and blood. You can pray all night. You get up, flesh, get up. <laughs> You notice that? You can sing the praise and worship all day, but flesh is still there. And it will tempt you. Because Paul said in his in the book of Corinthians, he said, the thing that I want to do, I, I find myself not doing it. The thing that I should do, now do that, whatever. He said, but I'm fully persuaded. It's that lust that's still left in my flesh. Well, that give you an excuse to sin? No. Give you an excuse to get, to get in the word of God and get enough word in your heart so that when flesh want to lead you another way, the Spirit of God said, no, no. The Holy Spirit can control you. See, the whole thing is getting rid of flesh is allowing the Holy Spirit to control you. The Bible says if you led by the Holy Spirit, if you led by the Holy Spirit, meaning a lot of people are not going to be led by the Holy Spirit, even though the Holy Spirit tells you not to do it, you know that you still go ahead and do it when it told you no? Oh, I guess I'm the only one. So I'm the only one that has to repent. Everybody else don't need repenting, right? Because you follow the Holy Spirit. Everything it tells you to do, you do this, that, right? I don't want you to lie in the church. <laughs> I'm not going to set you up. Okay. The Bible says when victory and peace comes, when you believe in your heart and speak the promise into the fire of oppression. Speaking the promise, when you walk through the fire of oppression, you have to know the promise, what God had promised you. The promise is, thou shall not what? Be burned. 
So when I'm in a fire and the flame is gone around me, a problem, situation, circumstance, difficulty, impossible situation, I will open my mouth and say, this flame will not burn me. It will not consume me. God promised me that I will not be defeated. God promised me that this flame will never get hot enough to consume me. He promised me in the New Testament that he will make a way for me to escape so I will not be burned. He promised me. You got to stay with the promise. Not just look at the problem and talk the situation. I'm talking negative though because I'm a teacher on that. The word of God disagree with you talking negative talk. The word of God disagree with you complaining. It does not agree with you to do that. So when you when you walk through the uh, fire or the deep water of trouble and the river that seems like the trouble is going to fully do, the Bible says, don't worry about the wise God because I am with you, because I am your God. Jesus. The promise is. Stay with the promise. Stay with the instruction. Obey the instruction. I believe this walk of our faith is obeying the instruction of the word. There's no big high thing like we used to make it. All I need to do is to follow the instruction of the word. And if I was to give thanks, then I just give thanks. Thank be unto God who's always causing us to triumph victoriously in Christ Jesus. When I want victory, I just thank God for the victory. I don't try to get the victory. If I thank God, God will get the victory. So you knock yourself out trying to do it. Not trying. Follow the instruction of the word. You want to be blessed? What the Bible says, give. That's all you have to do. He didn't say confess as you give. He said just give. And he take care of the shell. Who said it? Shell. God said it. So you say, God, you promised me if I would give that you shall. He the one inspired you to give. So he made a promise. He is a promise keeping God. Amen. The Bible said in Hebrew 10 23 that we all need to hide it in our heart. That God is not a man that he who promises faithful to fulfill what he has promised. Numbers 23 and verse 19 says, Listen up, folks. God is not a man that he should lie. Why would he waste his time lying to you and telling you that he's with you when he's not with you? He said, he's not a sort of man that he should lie. If he spoke it, he should do it. If he said it, he is awesome enough to bring anything to pass. Why? Why? You need to know something about your God. Do you need to know that God can create something out of nothing? He need nothing to create something. All he need to do is speak his word. And whatever he said to that word to do, the Holy Ghost will manifest that into existence. That's the kind of God we serve. We serve a God that said he is able to do exceedingly, abundantly. Go a pace what we can have, go beyond what we can think. He said, according to the power that works in us, what kind of power working in you? It's working from your heart that you believe God. Yeah. Yeah. So if you believe that he can do all these things, why is the belly aching complaining come from? Why you do not fully believe it in your heart? You know it, but you do not believe it from your heart. Just like salvation comes from your heart. 
Sometimes you wonder, did you really get saved? Wait for people continue living, continue sinning. Did you get saved from your heart or you just made a confession and repeat after the pastor? Did it come from your heart? Because the Bible says salvation is repented unto righteousness. You take your life out. You're supposed to be saved. Saved people live saved. Continue sinning after 10 and 15 years, you still sinning. Something wrong with your salvation. Did you really get saved? You don't have a heart to follow up the God by now. After 10 years of being saved, you still are an up and down Christian. You are not dedicated to God in no way, in no fashion. You have no desire to follow Him. Something is wrong with your salvation. Sometimes you serve him and sometimes you don't. That's when you need something. That's when you're in trouble. When you get sick, you don't live from God. But when you're well, you don't even think about God. Every time you get in trouble, you run to God. That said to be something wrong with your salvation. God should be the center of your life. Sure, sure. God says, serve the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and body. And everything you can come up with, serve your God. That's what salvation is about, serving your God. Hypocrite and Christian, backbiting Christian, mind deceiving Christian. Something is wrong with your heart. Serve God when you feel like it, when it's convenient for you to serve God. But yet, when you get in trouble, you want God to send a host of angels. <laughs> you so good here. Host of angels to help you. But your commitment, your commitment to God, anything can sway you away from God. I've never seen nothing like it. Anything can come up to stop you from coming to church. But whatever come up, you want to say, don't give hell or high water, the angels come down from heaven, you still going to say it. But you can stop serving God and stop coming to church just like that. But if God is your God, if God is your God, you will live every day in every second to please Him. To please Him. You say you want to follow close after Him. It's up to you. It's more than a song. It's a lifestyle that you live. Not a lifestyle that you say. It's a lifestyle that you live. You want to follow close after him. Oh yeah, we get goose pimples. We carry on. But that don't mean a hell of a being when you're not going to follow what you've been saying. Follow what you've been getting happy over. Okay. Amen, Dr. Ben. Amen, Holy Spirit, because, you know, I made a vow to God that I will say exactly what the Holy Spirit told me to say to his people. Because God wants his people to live holy, so when he come back for a holy church, he will find you holy. So when he said, come up hither, you will not be left here to go through the tribulation. I know it's going to be a sad time. You might be just serving God loose, loose, loose life. Serve God like you want to. 
Because it changed when you feel like it. Nobody ever said nothing to you. You do what you want to do. When it's convenient and have nothing else to do today, I guess I go to church. Mm. But then if, when you get into the fire of oppression, you say, I'm going to church today. It's just always, you know, I'm not God, but this seems like it, this, I don't know. Uh, God has always had to help me with this. That to see how God bless some people and see later on how you stray away from God. Yeah. That's why God said you lost your first love. He said, do your first work over. Because if you don't, when I come, I'm going to take your name out of the book of life. Because you lost your first love. When you used to worship me, when coming to church was the, the, the top priority of your life, now it's the last thing on your list when you don't have nothing else to do. When you feel bad, you'll come, but that's just for one or two times, then you don't come anymore. What's going to happen when you go to heaven? You get bored in heaven, you want to go see what hell is doing, right? <laughs> Well, church is not exciting to you. You know why? It's not church. It's you. It's you. Then you put it on the church. But it's you. God is your God. The joy of the Lord is your strength in you. Victory. The promise is that I shall not be burned. When you remember who is with you, who is your God, Faith in who is with you comes from your heart. You will walk through any fire, any flame, with your head up high, saying that when David said, though I walk through the valley of a shadow of death. I don't worry about it. Why, David? Shouldn't you be upset? Shouldn't you worry about it? Shouldn't you, shouldn't you complain, David? He said, no. Why are you so confident? Why are you so assured that you're walking through the fire of, of death? But you said you will fear nothing. Why? It's because I know who is with me. I know who my God is. And I know what my God can do. And I've seen my God perform. I see my God when he walked around Jericho wall. My God laid that wall flat. I know my God. When the people got themselves up against the wall, God parted the Red Sea. I know my God. So though I walk through the valley of shadow of death, I'm not afraid. My mind will rot me overflow with anxiety burning me up. No. I know who's with not only do we know who's with us, I know who dwell within us. See, David couldn't say, I know who dwell in me. He said, just knowing that he is with me is enough. My God, how you gonna carry it on if he knew God was dwelling in him? See, God, now, this God that David knew that was with him, dwelling us, living us. Know ye not that your body is the temple of the living God, that God dwell in us? My God, you can walk through anything when you know who is dwelling in you. How can anything take you down? Because the Bible says in 1 
John 5 and 4, I think. He said, greater is he. Greater is he. See, it's more than it's knowing the word of God. We can shout all day long. Greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. But what happened when the world come against you? How do you respond then? Do you respond well? I know my blood, my redeemer's living. I shall talk. She shall talk. And he lived within me. He promised me that he will be great in me. He made the promise. He said to me, whatsoever and whosoever is born of God is an overcomer. I know I'm born of God. So I am an overcomer. Nothing will take me under because I was born to overcome. You was born to overcome. If you're born of God, you're automatically an overcomer. Whether you overcome anything or not, but it's still your choice. Amen. It's time that Christians stand up. Jesus Church. Jesus church that he paid the cruel death to redeem. That could be a church that's still slaved by spirits and enemy and, and the devil still controlling your life. He redeemed a church and give that church every weapon that that church needs to live a victorious life. There is no excuse for me to complain. I might complain, but heaven does not justify. <laughs> heaven disagreed with you complaining. I know what my son done for you on that cross. And you got enough nerve to complain about a situation where they already gave you the answer. Sad and down and out. The Bible said, Beloved, I wish to above all things that thou mayest prosper and be in what kind of health? Good health. Good health. Even as your soul, your soul will have to do something. We want the good health and the prosperity. Don't let me. But we want our soul to do absolutely nothing but to still be in that evil soul, that soul that have no love, no compassion in your heart, always quick to fault, find judging people, can make an excuse for yourself. I wouldn't do that, but I, I got a lot to do. I want to see what happened when Jesus comes. So I wouldn't go back to heaven, but I have a lot to do. I just wait around and go to hell. Did I pay the music? Did I usher? 
did I say in the pew? Lord, Lord, God said. I don't have no record of you doing anything for me. Sure you said in the church. Sure you played, but you were playing not for my glory, for your glory. You saw because you just like to get before the people and say, not for the benefit of me, because you fussed too much on that choir. So if you were saying for me, y'all would be up there fussing all the time. If you're doing it for me, then you do it in peace. He said, I, I don't have enough to justify you. Let's go to heaven. See, I, I don't know why we think we can just live any kind of loose life. Because you said, I confess that Jesus, but did you confess it in your heart? If you confess it in your heart, you are changing day by day. That's because you confess Jesus Christ. I believe he died, rose from the dead on the third day. And now I'm saying, if you say, live like you say, talk like you say, walk like you say, say people don't hang around hell all the time. It would be discomfort you just hang around all kind of people and think it is okay. They are, you're not changing them, they're changing you. Bible said, be careful who you hang around. But you say, and it's all right. God said, come out from among them and be ye separated, said the Lord of hosts. And I will receive you as my sons and my daughters. He said, come out from the world. We hang with sinful people like it's nothing. Are you really saved? Check your salvation out. You comfortable with hang with people. You're not changing them to get saved, but you can hang. Better check yourself out. Find out whether you're in the faith or not. Did you really get saved? But I was a he that do is right. Who that is righteous, what? Do is righteous. You live righteous. What were you and I, what would you think of me and you somebody said, I saw Dr. Betty in the nightclub just whooping it up and Jason carrying on. When you, when you said, well, that's okay. What would you say? <gasps> what? <laughs> Drinking the can on. What? Betty rubbing the can on with every maid she can find. What? Dr. Betty? No way. You should say that. But you'll never say that because it's never going to happen because I'm saved. Yeah. I'm saved from. I'm saved from. You're supposed to be saved from something. What are you saved from? Tell me. Don't raise your hand up. If I ask everybody to stand up one by one, I'll tell me what you're saved from. Well, I'm saved. I'm saved not to go to hell. Why, why are you living like you want to go to hell? Mm. What would man to preach say? What in hell do you want? <laughs> and you're trying to get there so fast. What you saved from? But you still acting the same old way before you got saved? Examine yourself when you get home. What are you saved from? You used to be on fire, but look at your life now. You, 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 you thought that you loved God, but you love God with your emotion. But if you love God deep down in your heart, don't care what come, what may, your love for God will never change. 
because you love God. You love God because he's God. You don't love God because of what he can do for you. You love God because he is your God. That's why we love him. That's why God said, listen, I'm giving you a commandment. This is important. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your mind, and all your soul. Love your God. Then everything else will come second. But when you love your God, if the hell break out, if the roof fall in, you still love your God. You don't love God because the roof is on the shelf or this is going on. That's not genuine love. Genuine love for God when everything is going wrong. And you still can come to church and worship and magnify God and glorify God. Because God never ceases to be God. I don't care how much hell's in my life. He's yeah. still my God. He's still my Lord. He's still my Savior. I don't care what God does. I love God. And I will always worship Him. I'm not worshiping Him because He can give me things. I'm not worshiping Him. I'm worshiping Him because He is God. Jesus, Jesus Church. 